Hello and welcome to the Landed Podcast. I'm John Montgomery, co-founder of Landed, a travel company specializing in tailor-made journeys throughout Latin America and the Antarctic. At Landed, we're devoted to exploring these regions, searching out exceptional experiences and locations for our clients. The Landed Podcast profiles some of our favorite places and brings you conversations with friends we've made along the way, explorers, artists, and visionaries. If you're a repeat listener, welcome back. If you're new to the show, thanks for joining us. Today you've landed in Peru, in the Sacred Valley, the fertile river valley located between Cusco and Machu Picchu. This episode is a conversation with Petite Maribel. Petite and her husband, Franz, are the owners of Soli Luna, a Relais Chateau boutique hotel. Petite and Franz are the visionaries behind the hotel and the foundation it supports, Soli Luna Association. This is a non-profit school educating more than 250 kids in the Sacred Valley. And a lot of these kids suffer from difficult home circumstances. That may be uh, poverty. It may be uh, abuse of, of several different kinds. Um, but uh, the school has opened its doors to make sure that kids from all social classes and backgrounds uh, are included. In fact, the foundation's mission is inclusion and equality through education for the children of the Sacred Valley. We first came to know Petite and her family a few years ago when Aaron took our girls to live in the Sacred Valley. And while they were living in Urubamba, our girls attended the Soli Luna School. Since that summer at the school, we've become great friends with Petite, Franz, and their family. In fact, we just finished trips for them to Costa Rica and Antarctica, and we're looking forward to traveling together with their family again soon in the U.S. and in South America. So now, without further delay, here's a recent conversation I've had with Petite Mirabel. Uh, Petite Mirabel, we're, we're here at Soli Luna in Urubamba, Sacred Valley of Peru. And uh, it's a pleasure to be with you. You're, of course, very special to 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 us, to our family, and uh, wanted to welcome you to the podcast. Thank you. Happy to be with you. Can you tell us about the, the origins of Soli Luna, how you came here, and what need you saw? Well, we came here about 22 years ago, so it's been a long time now, and uh, I guess we really follow our path. You know? We always uh, add that uh, that need of, of working for other people or, or feeling that, that, that we need to share our life. So at some point in our life, we just took the decision to, to change our life, you know, and to come to a place where we could uh, be useful to other people. That's how we came here. You, you and Franz were, uh, you met in Lima, if I understand right? Yes, yeah. yes we met in Lima. Yeah, and uh, you were both uh, Competitive parasailers, paragliders. Right, Franz was a competitive paraglider. I was just a, uh, a weekend one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, when you came to Urubamba, how did you identify this property? Well, the, when we came to Urubamba, the Sacred Valley was not at all a touristical destination. No, tourism was just recovering or was just starting. You know, after the, the complicated year of Peru with terrorism, so there was very little tourism, and the tourism would be. Cusco and Machu Picchu. There was no hotel in the Sacred Valley at all. And we came to that valley and it was just an amazing valley. And it surprised us that, that nobody would come here, no? That, wow, you know, this is 
I don't mean much nicer than Cusco, but this is life, and this is nature, this is mountain, you know. This is what you want when you want to escape from your own life. So, uh, well, first actually we started to get involved with the local community, with the local school. Uh, we realized that there was so much work to be done in education that it will take uh, our life. Hopefully it will be a very long one. But it will also request to invest into education to make it a, a, a real project, you know. So that's when we decided to create something. France is an architect, no? so we said th th there's no way that in such a beautiful way, place there is no tourism, you know. So that's how we decided to create the hotel. And that year, that year was, was when? 1990? I, I, I don't really remember. I would say 98, 99. The hotel opened in 2000. Yeah. I mean, the, the terrorism problems in Peru were um, radical socialists, that was Tupac Amaru, and you had... Uh, uh, violent uh, Marxists that was more Sendero Luminoso and that stuff sort of got under control late 80s early 90s would you say? I would say that it got completely under control early 90s yeah. no but then it takes time you know to recover from that you know. So Peru now is a country that's com I mean I would I would say a, a comfortable place to be a place where we've sent many many clients a place where we've lived with our family and uh, not, not a place where we're concerned about anything like that. But people like you have helped to uh, change the situation for people more permanently, all right, but then, than what the government did. You know, you're, you've invested so much of your time and your resources in creating something uh, not just that provides jobs, but that provides education and a long-term leg up for the people in the valley. This, the hotel sponsors a school. Can you tell us about the Colegio? Yes, of course. Well, the, the purpose of Sol y Luna has always been to educate local children, not from day one. Uh, about nine, ten years ago now, we decided to create our own school. And it was actually the result of, of working about 10, 15 years before that with other schools. No? And, and, and the result, I guess, of being frustrating, you know, of really wanted to... to to do work that, that would have result on and give opportunity to those children. And then we decided that it would, much, it would be much better if we create a school for those local children, but also to create a school that would be open to any children. You know? uh, we are against any form of segregation. You know? we, we, do, we do think and we do believe very strongly that it doesn't matter where you were born, what is the color of your skin, you know, we all have the same right and it should start from education. Because it's, if it doesn't start from, from day one when you're on earth and how you're being educated, then definitely it, it would not work, you know. So the school is open to everybody. Of course, the reality is that I would say that 99% of our children are being uh, financed by the foundation, you know, by the hotel and by the people that, that help us, you know. But that's, that's how it works. Let's talk about the resources that fund the foundation. The, the hotel, how many rooms have you? Uh, we have 43 casitas. And this is, this is the finest hotel in the Sacred Valley, in my opinion, in terms of spirit, comfort, service, uh, food, and uh, just the feeling of the place. It's, I think, unmatched. Um, the, the hotel um, takes a lot of time and, and energy to keep going, but somehow you also managed to run the school. Um, let's talk about how much of the foundation is, um, is financed by the hotel and how much is financed by contributions from guests or from other funding sources. Okay. 
Well, Soliluna is still, as of today, the primary sponsorship of the, of the foundation. But it's something that, that we want to change. It's something that we've been uh, trying to, to convince people for the tourism industry to, to get on board with us. You know, I think we, 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 when we work in, in tourism, in, we, we all, in a way, sell a little part of Peru. You know? So I think we should all contribute to a project like that. So little by little, we, 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 we met friends, you know, we met the right people, and those people are now, now on board with us, you know, and helping us financing the foundation. Uh, it's, it, we have now to, to, to try to, to convince more people. It's not safe that the foundation is uh, it's too dependent on the hotel, you know. No. So we have now to work. We want to create a board at Soliluna. No, we want to, to convince people to be with me. Today, the foundation is just petite. No, so that anything that will happen to me today, I cross the street and I have an accident, and then I have 250 children that depend on me, you know. So I guess I have to take more responsible decision now for the child. But you also have two of your own kids to take care of, Process. and a husband, and some dogs, <laughs> and a bunch of horses, and a whole bunch of employees. How many employees have you here? Uh, we have 115 employees on property and 42 at the foundation. This is a huge difference maker in the valley. Um, I know somebody that would serve on your board probably if you asked her. Yeah. Uh, I've been thinking about she's got some talent in that category, we all know. Um, so when guests come, they have an opportunity to donate. There are Christmas ornaments at the checkout that yeah. sponsor a specific child. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's almost like an impulse mm -hmm. purchase. There's information in the rooms and you're adding iPads that will teach people about the foundation. I would love it if there was a way to, on that iPad, make a point of purchase contribution right then and there, add it to my bill this much for this child. That would be fantastic. Um, we also have a lot of guests who say, oh, I'd love to visit that school. Visits to the school though are a little complicated. I mean, the kids are there. They're, they're learning and we can't keep interrupting them with with visits are visits permissible sometimes how does it work yes of course when we started we actually didn't want it to have visit at school i think we were very protective of the school and you know it, it's a real project it's life you know so it has to be done in in the most serious way possible so when we beginning as i said we didn't want anybody to come to school but you know we changed our mind throughout the years for different reasons uh, first, because I think uh, what we do is amazing. What, what the children do every day at school is amazing, and we have to share it with the world. We have to, to show people that, yes, we can all be educating together, so we have to open our doors. And second, we need friends. We need more friends because we, we need to grow, you know, and we need people to help us, and that's why also we needed to open the door. So we found a way of doing it in a nice way, in, in, in a respectful way to the children. Right. You know, we did explain them, you know, and we always explain them again why do we have people visiting school you know so they know exactly what it's our reality and why we do that so i think it's important and uh, we we develop some program actually now where guests can spend half a day at the foundation or a full day at the foundation and they have a guide from the foundation receiving them at the front desk of soliluna if they are guests of the hotel walking them to the school explaining them the story of the foundation and then they have a program of what they will be doing during the morning or during the full day so it's not interrupting the class you know they they, they will be part of the class you know so we develop those programs so it works in a much nicer way it's not just poverty and and lack of 
uh, support at home, you know, financial support, um, education, n no one to really help do, do homework with the kids in many cases. I mean, these parents are working very hard on their own. Sometimes there's issues of physical abuse, alcohol abuse. You deal with um, the challenges of educating kids who are quadriplegic. Um, can, you, can you tell us a little bit more about that? You're, you're dealing in a, you're in a rural setting. Not so easy. Yeah, well, uh, regarding, of course, the, the family that, that we work with, you know, uh, we have some family that do not even speak Spanish, you know, they just Quechua speaking. Uh, most of them come from, from countryside, so they did not really receive any education. So, of course, they will not be able to, to help their children to do their own work. So, what, the way we work at, at school, at the foundation, is that they even do homework with us. So let's say that at three o'clock the class is finished for the day. No, they will stay on for an additional hour and they will do their homework with us because that we know that once they go back home, you know, they're not going to receive that help that they will receive maybe in our own house, you know. And then it's true that about three years ago we decided, we met a little girl that is called Marina and that's actually how it's all started. And she's an amazing, amazing little girl. She's now 14 years old and she's highly disabled. And uh, she came at school with a, with a little sister that, is, that was three years old at the time. And uh, it was requested that we would take the little sister on. So we took Naida on. And then, you know, there was Marina next to Naida. And we said, gosh, there's no way that, that, that we have food, no? that, that we have heart, that we have capacity, and that we cannot do anything for Marina. So that's when we decided to open our heart and our door, no? to children and young adults with disabilities, you know. Uh, it was a, an amazing challenge. It, it is a challenge because it's different need, it's different financing, uh, it's a physical therapeut, it's linguist therapeut, it's, it's a whole different world. But, but it's amazing, you know. We, we have those children now with us, you know. It's, it's, giving, them, it's giving them life, you know. They have, they have a place to go every day. They're not lying home abandoned, they are with us, you know, so yeah. it's... A purpose, yes. yeah, and a future and, and hope. Yeah. Um, people can find out more about the foundation online. Your web address, we'll put it in a link in the show notes, but your web address is... ColerioSoliluna.com. Uh, but I think more than just online like that, you know, myself, I'm completely open that they just send me an email. Uh, we can talk by via Skype, WhatsApp, whatever, not to explain them what we do, you know. Uh, a lot of people, you know, they, they will assume that we're just another foundation. Uh, well, I, I hope there'll be many, many other foundations like Soliluna because there is need for that. But I would like people to understand that, you know, it, it does work, you know. We see change in our children every day. We know that the work we are doing is giving them a different life, a different purpose tomorrow. And, 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 and of course, we need, we need you to help us. Yeah, we, um, we sometimes think that the money we provide doesn't really matter uh, or that um, funding a child's education is so expensive and long-term that maybe we'd be more efficient if we spent $40 for child curing river blindness or something else. I've got a lot of friends who look at it like that, like in terms of efficiency analysis. I can change this many lives for this many dollars. That's well and good, and I'm glad that they're doing that work. But somebody's got to do the really heavy long-term lifting with kids like this, or we'll never 
get to a place where Peru's culture, Peru's resources are protected, and Peru's children have the kind of hope that you're giving them. Can you tell us a little bit about what you see in the giving? I mean, sometimes there's a funny relationship between, between money and, and, and people. Well, definitely funding is the greatest challenge I found in my life. No? I can work 24 hours a day or, or I can invent more hours to work and to do what I need to do for, for, for my guests at the hotel, for the children at Foundation, but doing funding is very complicating. I think the world we create has developed in us human beings a very strange relation with money. We think we always need more. We fear that we will not have enough, you know. Or, or we think that we need that new pair of shoes or that new car or that new whatever, you know. We, we have creating fake needs in our life, you know. So therefore, when someone asks you, you know, to give money to educate poor children, you know, or, 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 or for health reason or for, or for whatever, you know, they think they, they, they don't want it, you know, they're attached to money. They, like people now have an emotional relation with their money, you know. They don't want to separate from it, you know. And then I think they don't understand, you know, and they always think, you know, no, no, myself, I cannot help, you know, because I don't have that much money, you yeah. know. No, so they, they always think there is someone that has more money that will do it, you know. It's like when you do a crowdfunding campaign, you know, you know, and I do it a couple of times a year, and, and you, you send it to so many people, you know, and they, they, all, they all say, great, 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 you know. But nobody pushed the bloody bottom, you know, yeah. No, and, and they say, great, 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 you know. And I always say, you know, for each people that tell me, oh, Petit, you're so great, you know, what you do is amazing, you know. Or all those people that I take at school give me a kiss, I always say, one dollar per kiss I receive, I will have built 10 schools already. <laughs> no, so it's a matter of sometimes one dollar per person, not 10, 100, or, or 1,000, you know. If we will all really get together, our world will be a better world. It's kind of funny that uh, the, the Indian flute is playing Imagine right now, but uh, that's, that's pretty funny. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, nothing is a coincidence. <laughs> nothing is a coincidence. So um, if, if people want to get in touch with you, they can, they can write to us at Landed, and we'll put you in touch yeah. by email. Um, you've just won a couple of awards. Um, I know Relais Chateau, you're part of the Relais Chateau family of hotels and restaurants. They just awarded you, what's the name of the prize? Do you remember? The well, I remember, but I don't know if I can pronounce it. It's the Environment Reward for the Foundation. So we're very, very proud, you know. So it's like, it's acknowledging the work that we are doing, you know. And uh, I'm super proud, you know. And uh, when I came back from Madrid where I received the, the prize, you know, the first thing was to go to school to share it with the children, you know, because th that's them, you know, th that's not me, that's not France, you know, it's really, it's really uh, the children. And in those children, it's also my own children, you know, Thomas and Melanie go to school from, from since they were born, you know, with those children. Uh, they made a lot of sacrifice because I always say that I belong to the children of the foundation, meaning that every time I come back from a, from a business trip, the first thing I do, I stop at school. And there are all those running kids, you know, that come to me and that kiss me, you know, and, uh, and I have that image of my daughter at the back, you know, looking at me like, and me, you know. Well, she, she now knows today that, of course, she's, she's in my heart, you know, but it's been difficult for them to, to learn to share their mom, you know, but now they are 14 and 50. Not only they understand it, you know, but they're completely part of the foundation, you know, and, and they, I hope that tomorrow that, uh, that they will repeat that in their life somewhere in the world. I hope so too. 
Can you tell us some of the success stories for children who've been there and maybe have graduated now? Well, we had the first promotion out last year. For us, you know, a success is not necessarily a, a child that is going to go to university. It did happen. We have three children that enter university. Awesome. But I would say the result, our daily result, a child that would have no self-esteem, you know, that, that, that would walk into school not, not even looking into your eyes, you know, that would fear to go to the toilet, that would not even be able to walk, you know. And today it's a child that comes running, smiling into school. That's a result, you know. No, so the results are very lit, are not very little, but they're not necessarily academical, you know. And we have daily results, you know. No, a child that today uh, is happy, you know. A child that recover from, from all the bad year of suffering and abuse they have, you know, and now have a life, you know, it's a result, you know. So I, I know that maybe the modern world always thinks that going to university and get a title is a result, you know. I think being happy, uh, being strong enough in yourself with a good self-esteem that that you, you know how to walk in life is, is what, what we want in our children. And it's also what I want in my own children, you know. I don't necessarily want that they go to the best university or whatever. I want them to find their own past and to trust that that past is the right one. Yeah. Uh, honored, <laughs> honored to be with you. There aren't a whole lot of people that make me want to cry, but you're, you're one of them. We seem to always have a lot of fun together. Uh, maybe it's just you're, the, you're just such a great person. We've been where? To Mass in Quito. We've been, we've been to the beach in Colombia with our families together and uh, had some fun times in Buenos Aires. It's an honor to be here with you. And uh, I hope that Landed can grow in its, its support of the foundation in the future. Thank you so much for your time and, and for your hospitality. Thank you, John. All right. See you in Buenos Aires next month. Yeah, that's true. In Buenos Aires again. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Soli Luna Association operates wholly on the profits of the hotel, the generosity of guests, friends, and benefactors. There's no government support. If you'd like to learn more or contribute to the association's efforts, visit hotelsoliluna.com. That's H-O-T-E-L-S-O-L. Y-L-U-N-A dot com and scroll down to Foundation. If you'd like to know more about custom travel in Latin America and the Antarctic, reach out to us at landedtravel.com. Since 2006, Landed's success has been built on word-of-mouth referrals. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to rate the podcast or share it with a friend. The Landed Podcast is sponsored by our friends at Bluffworks, makers of travel clothing designed to go the distance and help you focus on the journey ahead. See their catalog of travel clothing at bluffworks.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs>